Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The following program is brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio. When he rolls up his sleeves, he ain't just putting on a ritz. Our God is an awesome God. Thunder in his footsteps, lightning in his fists. Our God is an awesome God. And the Lord wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Eden. Wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood. His return is very soon. Better be believing that our God, he's an awesome God. Our God, he's an awesome God. He reigns heaven above with the wisdom, power, and love. Our God, he's an awesome God. When the sky was starless in the void of the night, our God is an awesome God. Spoke into the darkness and created the light. Our God is an awesome God. Judgment and wrath He poured out on Sodom, but mercy and grace He gave us at the cross. Hope that we have not too quickly forgotten that our God, He's an awesome God. Our God, He's an awesome God. He reigns heaven above with the wisdom, power, and love. Our God awesome God, our God, he's an awesome God, he reigns from heaven above with the wisdom, power, and love, our God, he's an awesome God, our God, he's an awesome God, our God is an awesome God. Tell it like it is show, started out different tonight, hello to everybody. We've got Abe Simons running the controls. We've got his little sister, Danny Simons, giving me moral support back here. I told her I wish there was a camera in the studio. She's so pretty that um, that, that would be pretty nice. Were you singing Were you singing with me just now? I thought I heard you singing back there. That was good. Danny, that might be her debut, like singing on the radio. Maybe when you become a famous singer, you'll remember this. Remember this day. But anyway, it's good to be with you. I've got people texting me all night already tonight. And you can um, you can text me. You can be part of this program, 701-290-7862. This program is live Sunday night, September 29th, 2019. I, I think that's right, 2019. And we're... Uh, I think it's December. Is it September 29th? Yep, not 28th. And um, and you could, this will be also podcasted on Holy Ghost, Ghost Radio later. Uh, what was I going to say? Holy Ghost? Holy Ghost Radio. We've got, tonight we've got, let's see, uh, Justin listening on his way home to Gova. We've got Becky listening from her home. And yes, he is an awesome God. We've got Jody listening in Harvey, North Dakota. Carl thanking me for singing one of the awesome jail songs. Awesome. I should sing another jail song for Carl and Jeannie. Hello, hello, Carl and Jeannie. Uh, the Millers are listening in Golva. We've got a, we've got a hot spot in Golva tonight. Uh, Sierra Bodwin, she's listening and she will be listening. And she's got another reason to listen because maybe 
her future husband might play a song tonight. Dave Shart is listening in Fargo. Good to have Dave. And so we got uh, several of you listening. As I said, you can text me 701-290-7862. He says, Holy Ghost Radio seems to be having problems. Maybe it will clear up. What kind of problems is Holy Ghost Radio having? Is it ble- bleeding through or something? Uh, let me know what it is. Maybe um, maybe somebody that's in charge like Brother Duran is listening tonight. We've got um, Yvonne listening. She's ready to te- for me to tell it like it is, listening from Bowman, North Dakota. And um, we've got, who was my first text today? I've got a prayer request text today. Let's see, where is he at? Brother Greg in Kentucky needs prayer for God to bring him out of a wheelchair that he's been in for 19 years. Lord Jesus, I pray for Greg. You're a miracle-working God. I ask you to touch and heal him. Whatever's keeping him in this chair, just heal him in Jesus' name. All right, well, thank you for listening too, Brother Greg. And um, just all all of you guys... um, he said, Holy Ghost Radio is going on and off. Oh, no, it, there it is. It was going on and off. Okay, sounds good. We got it now. All right, we've got um, there. Okay, sounds good. I better quit reading these texts. I've got my guitar in the studio. We've got Abe in the studio. He sang a good song in church today playing guitar. I might do another jail song. Well, the guy that texted said he likes those jail songs. He used to be um, uh, in my jail service many years ago and now he's moved on and and um, out of jail and married to a, a nice young lady and named Jeannie and uh, here's a jail song we sing up at the jail and I remember I know Carl r- will remember this one too oh God you are my God and I will never praise you God you are my God I will never praise you I will seek you in the morning And I will learn to walk in your ways And step by step you'll lead me And I will follow you all of my days Oh, I will follow you all of my days I will follow you all of my days And step by step you'll lead me and I will follow you all of my days Hebrews chapter 11 and 6 is where I'm starting tonight and uh, we've got uh, several people saying they're having trouble listening to Holy Ghost Radio tonight um, The uh, it, they say Holy Ghost Radio isn't broadcast you know, um, the um, uh, the people are saying, I'm not on Holy Ghost Radio. Well, you people can't even be listening to me. Um, the um, That's crazy. Well, Holy Ghost Radio is playing, but it's not playing me, I guess. Well, anyway, if you're on Holy Ghost Radio and you can't hear me, get on kdix.net. kdix.net. You can tune, tune in to us that way um, they're getting a regular feed from the station tonight too for some reason that's what what uh, brother Duran is saying but I don't know why that would be is that station Abe turned on all the way that's turned on okay well I'm going to keep going here Hebrews 11 and 6 we'll have to figure it out on their end because I think we're, we're set up in here 21 texts I've got here crazy but without faith 
it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. This is going to be a basic Holy Ghost radio program on the concept of faith. I want to, and it's taken from a a um, discipleship course that I teach. And um, the uh, brother Duran says he's got it. All right, all you Holy Ghost radio people, you're listening. Everything's good. I teach a, every Sunday morning at our church. I teach a discipleship class while we have a regular Sunday school classes. And uh, there's 21 lessons that I've just put together, and they're basic lessons. This is lesson 10, and it's um, and it's we do two lessons on faith. This one's called Crazy Blind Faith. The Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God. It's impossible. You can't do it without faith. And so um, now everybody's telling me I'm on. Good, all you people. You know, um, throughout this discipleship course, we spend a lot of time talking about to be a true disciple of Jesus, we've got to change our thinking. And tonight we're going to talk about the most basic way that we do this is to realize that there's a spiritual world that is existing at the same time as this physical world. And this physical world is perceived by our five senses. The spiritual world can only be perceived through the sixth sense which is faith. So what what we have to do is we've got to change our way of thinking. Remember, just because you can't detect something doesn't mean it's not real. Uh, right now, if you're listening to this program on an old-fashioned radio, you don't you can't see the radio waves. But right, you um, this, but you know that it's real because you can hear them on your radio. Um, the words cr- "crazy" and "blind" in my title of "Crazy Blind Faith." is because it seems crazy. It seems like uh, like it's blind, like, like you know, you're trusting in something you cannot see. But there is a door between people and Jesus, and that door is called the door of unbelief. Um, the door of unbelief is the door that Jesus stands at and is knocking at, asking you to open. And so this idea of faith is is you've got to jump in to experience it. You can't experience it without getting right in the middle of it. Hey, Philip, Eric, and Jack here are listening in Washington, D.C. Nikki's listening tonight. Oh, all kinds of people. Jasmine's listening. Burling family listening. I'm just I'm just reading these out. But so crazy blind faith. What it means to have crazy blind faith. You know, you can, faith is a is just as real. There is a real spiritual world that we don't conjure up by faith. It's there already. And it's by faith that we can perceive it. I can prove that in Second Kings chapter 6 and verse 16 and 17. This is the story of Elisha and the prophet when they're surrounded by an army. And, and he answered, Elisha answered his servant, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes, that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. You see, they were there. He just couldn't see them. God is here, but you might not be able to perceive him or to see him. But through faith we can. That's, that's the way this works. Uh, 
Vallejo. Is that how you're Vallejo. That's right. The Isaiah's listening tonight and his family. Good to have them. He preached today, did a good job in our church. Boy, there's so many people te- This must be like a record, people texting me. So I'm glad you're all listening tonight. This is a basic, basic um, uh, radio show talking about faith. Hebrews 11.3 says, Through faith that we understand that the worlds were framed by God. There are some things you can't understand without faith. You know, uh, we've got a lot of the scientific community that doesn't understand faith. But but they they don't understand many things. In fact, um, and because of that, they take wild guesses at things that aren't even close to being true. Like I just read an article in the news here maybe last week or the week before saying, now we know why the dinosaurs all disappeared from the earth because of an asteroid hit the earth. And I thought, we know this? Like you guys are claiming this happened, you know, how many, you know, millions of years ago and now we know this? I, you know, come on, you guys, come on, you science guys. That's, you don't know this. But through faith, we understand some things. Through faith, we know that God created everything out of nothing. You know, we understand that. You know, that, that, that's, uh, that, that's where it all came from. And God was already here because God's everlasting, eternal. We understand that through faith. Faith doesn't answer all of your science questions, but it answers all of the questions that are important. Because we know why we're here. We know who created us. And this is all through faith. And so, faith tonight is the very beginning. I'm going to read some of my texts. I'm going to have Abe play something off our playlist. And uh, there's a bunch of people listening. I want to read some of this stuff.
baptized in Jesus' name. Hello to the Torres family. My friend, Brother Jones, is listening in Bismarck. The Campbell boys are listening from Southheart. The Campbell boys. How about the Campbell girl? I wonder if she's listening. Or it's just the Campbell boys. The um, Hey, we've got the evangelist Vaughn Pearson listening tonight. Great. Um, Devin from California. And uh, we got Sierra the Ben Simons family, the Ben Lee family, the Miles Mathern family. All right, the um, we're talking about faith. Very simple stuff. Faith is the first step in salvation. My opening scripture said, without faith it's impossible to please God. So if you're not going to please him, you're not going to go to heaven. Faith is the very beginning step in salvation. Notice Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. We're saved through faith. The reason we're saved through faith is because if you don't have faith, you won't understand grace, you won't understand repentance, you won't understand baptism in Jesus' name or receiving the Holy Ghost because you won't believe it. This is simple. You're saved through faith. If you're if you're not living a victorious life, it's because of your faith. Um, you know, uh, this... Jesus said in Mark sixteen sixteen, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And so faith is the very first step of salvation. It's not repentance. Because it's faith that leads us to repentance. Because it's through faith we see the goodness of God, we see the fear of God. All these things come through faith. And so without faith... That's why it's impossible without faith to please God. You can't please him without it. And and I want to talk about what faith is and how to get faith tonight. I'm going to spend some time talking about it. But true disciples live by faith. Three times in the New Testament. Romans 1.17, Galatians 3.11, Hebrews 10.38. It says, the just shall live by faith. We live by faith. Oh, we got Ben Yoder listening. We've got Warren listening tonight. The um, good, I, I really, the, all these texts are encouraging me. I got a bunch of them. I think we've gotten 35 texts of people just listening tonight. Thank you. So we, we live by faith. Faith is the first step in salvation. Now, we've got to develop our faith. We've got to develop this sixth sense. We've got to, we've got to work it out. We've got to make it better. Um, you know, the, the, um, in Matthew eighteen nineteen and 20, Jesus said this, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them. 
of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. This scripture is talking about faith. It's talking about, isn't this something that if two of you or more would agree on something on earth, touching anything that you ask, he said that his father would do it. And the reason for this is because we're two or three are gathered together in my name, Jesus said, there am I in the midst of them. You see, when Jesus is in a house, anything can happen. When Jesus is in, in a place, uh, you know, you don't never know what's going to happen. When, when uh, Jesus is at a funeral, you don't know if it's going to be uh, burial or not at that funeral. Uh, when Jesus uh, shows up, when there are sick people around, there's going to be some healings done. You see, we need to have faith that he's with us when we come together. That if two of you shall gather, of you shall agree on touch, earth as touching anything that you ask, he'll, he'll do it because he's there. And see, whether you know it or not, it doesn't matter because he's still there. You know, when you come together in his name, uh, there are people that, that um, they, they, they call themselves believers, but they really don't believe. They really don't. They call themselves believers, but they, they, um, they, their faith is weak. You know, many times I'll catch myself even saying things that don't make any, that it doesn't make any sense to me. You know, like, we'll say something like, well, I've done everything I can do. I guess I'll just pray about it. Well, see, I, I mean, I, I understand what we mean by that. And I'm, I, and I'm, and I possibly will continue to say that accidentally, but, but really think about how inaccurate that is. We have done everything we can do, so now I guess we'll just pray about it. Well, who's the one that can really do it? Isn't it God? Now I know He doesn't want us just to lay around and not do what we're supposed to do. This, but, but faith is. We, it's got to be developed. It's got to be believed in. It's you need to surround yourself by of people of faith. There is a reason that signs and wonders and miracles fall, follow certain people because they encourage others to believe. It's a natural thing. It's certainly supernatural because God can just hear their prayers. But you'll find that when God begins to work that everybody's faith is encouraged. You need to get around people of faith. You know, this this um, this subject is big. It's, it's really big. It's very simple. But you see, um, one of the reasons that churches have lost power in our country and, and I suppose around the world, Christian churches, is because they don't have faith. Like when the drug addict goes into some of these churches, they sign them up for a drug treatment course. <coughs> When when a sick person comes in, they tell them, "Boy, you should you should go to this hospital." Now, I'm not against hospitals, uh, drug treatment courses. I guess if you're not going to do it God's way, I'm, I I hope you can get help somewhere. You know, I I um if you've gotten help in those places, uh, more power to you. But but this what I'm saying is is that 
that churches need to believe Jesus is there. Like, when Jesus is in the midst of your church, and you believe that, couldn't, um, couldn't the, um, uh, you know, couldn't the, um, he do something about the problem? You know, that, that's where, that's where faith is so important. You know, um, this, this, uh, boy, I'm getting so many good texts of things that could really add a lot to this. And I might, I might read some of those as we go along. But, but I, I'm telling you that we've got to believe these scriptures where if two or three of you are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. That's what makes church exciting to go to. That's what makes it, um, fun. That's what makes it like we want to be there. Because we don't know what's going to happen. I know some of you go to these dead, dry churches where they just do their liturgy, and and if, if anybody sneezes, um, they get mad at him because he's out of out of line. You know, I mean, God forbid somebody would come up and run to the altar or crying. Some drunk guy would run up in these churches crying out for deliverance. They'd probably call the police. Now I, that sounds really critical, but I, I'm telling you, churches have turned into these places that are really boring many churches because nobody really knows Jesus is there when Jesus is in the midst of your church uh, your little program isn't always exactly what we want you see because God can do things you know the first time I was ever in a Pentecostal church God touched me you know, the second time I was ever in a Pentecostal church, I got baptized in the name of Jesus. You know, this, this, I mean, I'm trying to encourage, here, listen, I, I'm telling you that we all face doubts. We all go through struggles. We all have, uh, I was in our, in our, uh, discipleship class today. One of the ladies, I said, what are some of the things that stop faith? And she used the word cynicism, which is, was so good. That's one of the things that stops faith. Cynical attitudes towards God, towards his people, towards his word, towards him caring about us. These cynical attitudes will stop you from seeing God do great things. And so, you know, we've got to get rid of some of this stuff. You know, some people are like, I'm not going to go to church. All they want is money. Let me just tell you something, first of all. That most of the pastors that I know worked secular jobs before they were ever pastors. And most of them that I know made a lot better money on their secular job than they did as a pastor. They're not doing it for the money. This isn't about money. But if you're a cynic, that's what you think. You think it's all about money. Have you ever heard me ask for money on this radio show? Never will. But you see, this, this, uh, this, faith we've got to you know one of the ways there's i'm going to say there's two ways to um to receive faith and one is by hearing the word of god we'll get to that scripture in a little bit and the other one is by being around people that will encourage your faith people that god is actually doing things in their life and when god is doing things in their life he'll tell you about it and that will encourage you and that's what I'm trying to do tonight. God is real. When we come together for church, now you don't, he's real when you're not in church too, I know that. But when you come together, where two or three are gathered together in my name, Jesus said, I'll be in the midst of them. He's going to be there. 
His spirit will be there. And he, and when he's there, watch out. Cause anything can happen. You know, we, you know, you that are listening on Holy Ghost Radio tonight, this is a good thing for all of us to remember. Whether it's the mainly Catholic audience here in Dickinson versus the Pentecostal audience on Holy Ghost Radio, um, you know, the, the deal is you guys that, that we can get kind of in a rut if we're not careful and we start not believing. We pray, but we don't think it's going to work. Pray for me because I'm having a surgery tomorrow. <laughs> well, think about that. Pray for me so I don't have to have the surgery tomorrow. Do I sound like a kook now, one of those religious kooks? I'm not trying to. But God can do anything. God can, he can, he can uh, cure any disease. He can, you know, God can make a way where there is no way. God can do anything. And we need to exercise our faith. And let God help us and take care of us. You know, this this uh, radio show is fun for me to do because I love talking about faith. I, I love talking about, I, I, I love this idea that, first of all, God can do anything and he wants to help us and he wants to work in our lives. But we so many times won't let him. We do it our own way. When really God wants to do these things, he wants to work miracles in our life you know uh, and I've seen miracles with my own eyes I've seen them and and I believe in them and I pray for them and there are things that I pray for daily because I believe God is going to do these things and that's why our faith you know your faith needs to grow it needs to be encouraged you need to you know quit being so negative you know this this negativity that some people that call themselves believers have it, this negativity like well you know nobody wants this acts 238 message anymore the world's getting too secular too scientific nobody believes the bible anymore well see if you believe that you're going to have a really hard time seeing god do anything in your life I, you know, like today, I don't know how many people we had in church. It looked like we set an attendance record. We had visitors. We had so many. Um, somebody told me we had so many Hispanic visitors there. Just, I mean, I didn't get to meet everybody. They're they're kind of like on Sundays. They're kind of like pouring in the church. It's crazy. I mean, like I, <clears throat> I try to meet everybody, and then I forget half of their names. But but the point is is that don't tell me nobody wants us anymore. Don't tell me nobody wants uh, Acts 2.38, repentance, water baptism in the name of Jesus, receiving the Holy Ghost, evidence by speaking in tongues. Don't tell me nobody wants holiness or righteousness anymore. People do. There are people that come to our church that like my preaching. They like my preaching because sometimes it, it challenges them because they don't hear it preached in other places. For instance, that a man should have short hair and a woman have long hair. That's in the Bible. You say, oh, you shouldn't say that on the radio. Why not? People, listen, I'm telling you, I believe when I came to the Pentecostal church, I didn't have one family member that was Pentecostal. And I loved it. I loved it. I I, I mean, I couldn't hardly get enough of it. You see, let's believe that instead of believing nobody wants it. Once you get that negative attitude in your life, in your church, 
in your even in your ministry, you're going to have trouble breaking out of that. We've got to change our concepts. We have to change our belief. Uh, we're going to listen to another song that Abe's going to play, or he's going to play one on the playlist. You know, he, he should get ready to play a song. Everybody that wants Abe to play a song, uh, text me. But maybe we'll get him to play one next year. But the text number is 701-290-7862 or email me, robertsimons58 at gmail.com. Oh, I want to have faith like that, knowing all along that God has got your back. Not a worry in the world coming down the track. Jail hit the ground Yoder, that song is called Faith Like That by the Dunaways. Those are some Pentecostal singers, a family group. Uh, the one I like the best of theirs is that muddy Mississippi one. Boy, I got people like texting like crazy, play, or no, that's not, yeah, that's the Dunaways, isn't it? Yeah, people like crazy um, texting, sing us a song, Abe, sing us a song. So I don't even know who these people are. But um, glad to have you listening tonight. We got somebody listening from, uh, somebody said, nice elk that you shot, Abe. Abe just shot an elk. So he uh, he and his, when he gets married, his wife, and he will be even eating a lot of elk meat. I bet they got 800 pounds of meat on that thing, probably. Something like that. 
listening from Grand Prairie, Texas. Is this Wynette? Is that right? And she, she said to play Abe. We want, we got somebody from Washington, D.C. saying we want Abe to sing. Somebody from Bismarck, Abe to sing. So we got people. Hey, you know, we got, we got a guy listening on location tonight. Uh, he's a stoner. He's listening on location. Boy, I'll tell you what, it's kind of fun that, um, that everybody is listening because I, when I said you need to let me know if you want Abe to sing, we're going to let Abe sing in just a minute. We're talking about faith tonight. One of the reasons that we, um, one of the reasons that we pray is that we have faith. If you find yourself not wanting to pray or struggling to pray, I'm going to tell you it, 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 yeah, yes, it could be a discipline problem, but, but really it's probably more of a faith problem. Like you don't believe it really works. Because if you really believed it worked, like, like for instance, if you believed every time you stuck a quarter in a machine that a thousand dollar bill would come out, uh, I mean, and you'd keep doing it. But if you didn't think it was going to work, you wouldn't do it. And that's, that's what happens to people's prayer life. Their faith is weak, so their prayers become weak, and it becomes a vicious circle. You know, so prayer, the basis of prayer is faith. It works. And so because it works, we're going to pray. You know, that's the motivation. You know, that, that it really is. The uh, Go ahead and play, Abe. I'm going to finish up with Romans chapter 10. We're going to talk about how to bring people to faith. But go ahead and let's see what you can do. this boat I'm in and onto the crashing waves step out of my comfort zone into the realm of the unknown where Jesus is and he's holding out his hand but the waves are calling out my name and they laugh at me Reminding me of all the times I've tried before and failed The waves that keep on telling me Time and time again Boy, you'll never win You'll never win But the voice of truth Tells me a different story And the voice of truth Says do not be afraid The voice of truth Says this is for my glory Out of all the voices calling out to me I will choose to listen and believe The voice of truth to have the kind of strength it takes to stand before a giant with just a sling and a stone 
surrounded by the sound of a thousand warriors shaking in their armor. Wishing they'd have had the strength to stand. And the giant's calling out my name and he laughs at me. Reminding me of all the times I've tried before and failed. The giant keeps on telling me time and time again, boy, you'll never win. You'll never win. But the voice of truth tells me a different story. The voice of truth says do not be afraid. And the voice of truth says this is for my glory out of all the voices calling out to me I'll choose to listen and believe the stone was just the right size to put the giant on the ground the waves, they don't seem so high from the top of them looking down. I will soar with the wings of eagles and listen to the sound of Jesus singing over me. And the voice of truth tells me a different story. And the voice of truth says, do not be afraid. The voice of truth says this is for my glory. Out of all the voices calling out to me, I'll choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. I will listen and believe, because Jesus, you are the voice of truth. got to choose to believe. You can believe all these negative things if you want to, but I'm going to believe God. So how do we get the door to open, the door of unbelief that stand between us and Jesus? You know, maybe there's a, a, a honest person out there that really just doesn't believe. You're, you're listening, you don't believe. You, you just, you, um, just see the evil in the world or whatever whatever your reasoning is you think that science has discredited the bible or whatever whatever it is so how do we get to help this person well i think the answer is found in romans chapter 10 verses 13 through 15 and also verse 17 it says this for whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed and how shall they Believe in him whom they have not heard, and how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent, as it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace, and bring glad tidings of good things. And then verse 17 says, So faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Uh, You are listening to a, a radio program tonight. It's a good start on your faith. What I'm telling you, when it comes to God, just try it. Just try him. Just try it. Just say, okay, I'll give it a try. I'll believe. 
That's how you come to God. Now, Romans chapter 10, it's kind of written in reverse because it tells us whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But it goes on. See, first of all, someone's got to be sent. Someone's got to come to you. Somebody's got to bring this to you. Whether live like this or I should say live on a radio like this or in person or or uh, possibly even in a book or uh, the Bible itself or, or um, you know, there's just all kinds of ways that the Word of God is sent. They bring the Word of God to us. And then when we hear the Word of God, we believe. Our faith unlocks the door, the barrier. And at the point of belief, that's when everything begins to happen. We begin to call upon the name of the Lord, the name of Jesus. The reason you call on the name of Jesus is because you believe. So we call on his name in repentance. And we say, Jesus, forgive me. We call on his name in baptism. You know, we're, we're baptized in the name of Jesus. Just like Matthew twenty-eight nineteen says. Jesus said to baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Well, you know that Father, Son, and Holy Ghost aren't names. My name isn't Father. My name's Bob. And so when Jesus said to baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, that's why all the apostles in that book of Acts baptized in the name of Jesus. They knew what he was talking about, and so do I, and so do many. And so we call upon the name of Jesus. Somebody else calls that name in baptism over you. And then we call upon the name of Jesus. Come on in, Jesus, when we want the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. This is, this is how faith comes. And I'm telling you that, that um, your faith can be shaken, your faith can be um, ruined, your faith can be, uh, if you submit yourself to the cynics, and one of the main reasons that I would wish that all people that claim to be Christians would not watch television programming or... or Hollywood movie programming is because so many of those things uh, discredit faith. They plant seeds of doubt. I haven't, I'm not a Hollywood uh, film watcher. I haven't watched a Hollywood film for a long, long time. But, but I know that many of the films and many of the programming, they make fun of the things of faith. They make fun of churches. They make fun of people that are Christians. You see, and if you get a steady diet of that, you'll find out that in your mind you're doing the same thing. So faith is, you know, here again, the Word of God brings faith, and being around the right people brings faith. Uh, We read in a scripture, I read it at every baby dedication I do, but we read about Timothy, who Paul said, his faith dwelt first in his mother and in his grandmother. And they were able to pass their faith to him. Now, they can't pass their experience with God to him. You've got to get that for yourself. But you can win your children in faith just like you can win anybody. Faith is something that is transferable. It's something that's contagious. And so is doubt. And so is disbelief. And here again, the, that it says it's impossible to please God without faith. 
But I'll tell you this, there are many scriptures that allude to the fact that you can anger God by disbelief. In fact, there was a group of people that had to wander around in the wilderness. They couldn't go in the promised land for 40 years because they did not believe God. They angered God because of their disbelief. You know, the, the, um, it's so fun for me to, to, uh, look back and even in Dickinson, you know, uh, we first moved to Dickinson. We started our church in the Ivanhoe Inn, which is a big building down on Villard Street. It's not called the Ivanhoe Inn anymore, but it's a, a big tall, used to be a apartment or a hotel, actually, the Ivanhoe Inn. And there was a restaurant in there and a bar in there. And we had a little room we rented in the basement. That's where we started. We would drive up here on Wednesday nights from Bismarck and we would hold services. And we met uh, many people while we did that. Well, then we moved up to the Hospitality Inn, which is now the Ramada, and we used those rooms that are near the swimming pool. We'd rent two of those rooms. We'd have Sunday school in one and adult Bible class in one and then our worship service together, and we would baptize people right in the swimming pool there. That's where we baptized. I always joked that I'd just get to the deep end and just shove them in, hope they could swim. In Jesus' name. Then, then uh, while we were renting that building... We uh, were offered to buy the um, the Nazarene Church where our, we where we just were. In fact, that building is just in the process of being sold now to another church group. But we bought that building, and all through this process, uh, there were people in my life that were telling me that this wasn't going to work. Like it's not going to. I mean, like where is everybody? I had a guy ask me, one of my neighbors, he said, how many people did you have in church? And I said, well, we had uh, 17 or, or 15. He said, well, you didn't count your kids, did you, and your wife? I go. I told him I would have counted a stray dog that ran in the building at that time. I'd have counted, if a bir- bird flew in, I'd have counted it. You know, but, but there are all kinds of naysayers. You know, you that are Pentecostal people thinking of starting a new church, you know, um, there's some pretty big things that happen with small beginnings. But it takes faith. You've got to believe. You know, when I used to say that our church in Dickinson would have 500 people in it someday, that there would be a oneness Pentecostal church with 500 people in Dickinson, North Dakota, I think everybody thought I was crazy, maybe even my wife. But I felt like, I don't, I'm not going to say the Lord told me that, but I felt like the Lord impressed me that we would see that. Well, this morning, we don't have 500 yet, but this morning, it looked pretty good in there. And we can open up that room to seat 500. The building we have right now can seat 500. So faith, whether you're building a church, whether you're whatever it is, to believe God for something, that's the key. And it starts out by the hearing the word of God and being around people of God. That's how faith is transferred to us. And so there is, there is a, um, um, you know, I, there's so much more that can be said about faith and so many things that, uh, that maybe I should, should have said about faith. But I'm going to let Abe, um, give some information about how to get a hold of us today. And I might try my hand on another song here too. Well, we're from the New Life Pentecostal Church here in Dickinson, North Dakota. You can visit us. Our address is 501 Elks Drive. Um, we have service on Sunday morning. 
Um, Sunday school is at 10 o'clock a.m. And then our worship service is at 11 o'clock a.m. And we'd love to have you join us. Our next service is Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. And you can um, join us for that. 7.30 Wednesday night. That's at the 501, or the address is 501 Elks Drive, right along I-94. And um, if you're from the the Beulah area, you can visit the Truth Community Church. There's an apostolic church there. The address to that church is 223rd Street Northwest. They have service on Sunday morning at 1030 and on Wednesday evenings at 7 o'clock. And um, also, if you're from Beach, you can visit the, the Beach Church. They have a midweek service every week, every Tuesday night at the Beach Community Center. Brother Joe is the leader there at the Beach Community Center. Also, in Bowman, North Dakota, you could visit the Truth Community, or the, excuse me, the Cornerstone Apostolic Church in Bowman. Um, they have a, just have a midweek service as well, every Thursday night. That's the Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 18 North Main. Brother Seth Springer is the, is the pastor there, and they'd love to have you join them. If you'd like more information, you can contact um, Pastor Simons. His cell phone number is 701-290-7862, or you can email him. His email is robertsimons58 at gmail.com. Thank you, Abe. Yeah, that's a lot to say, isn't it? All kinds of stuff going on here. And it is neat to have uh, Yvonne listening to us from Bowman. She uh, goes to that Bowman Outreach Church that's pastored by Brother Seth Springer. You know, I just, I just I hope tonight this isn't kind of like my hard-hitting program that makes everybody mad probably, but, but I, I, I just hope that I can encourage your faith. You know, the, um, the uh, great people of the Bible all operated by faith, of course, Abraham being the father of faith, the father of the faithful. Let me just sing you a little song. I'm going to tell you a story that you probably heard. And at the risk of being redundant, gonna tell you something that may not thrill you, but it could not hurt. Well, it comes out of the sacred writing of the Israelites. It's the story of David, how he slew Goliath. Well, the king of his country didn't trust in him much. So to David's alarm, he tried to put him in his armor, but the thing was so heavy, David couldn't stand up. So he left it by the river, where he gathered five smooth stones. Guess it's safe to say he figured he wasn't going out alone. Not alone in what trouble or giants, what's wrong with being small? Bigger they come, you know, the harder they fall when you're fighting for Zion on the Lord's side. Think you're gonna find ain't no trouble at all What trouble or giants What's wrong with being small Bigger they come, you know The harder they fall When you're fighting for Zion On the Lord's side Think you're gonna find ain't no trouble at all Well, there must have been some laughter Among the Philistines At the sight of this scrawny little shepherd coming out to meet the record-breaking mammoth of a man who was a killing machine. But it didn't stop David, cause he was smart enough to know, oh, more the size of who you put your faith in 
than the size of your foe. Whoa, whoa, and what trouble are giants? What's wrong with being small? Bigger they come, you know, the harder they fall when you're fighting for Zion. On the Lord's side, think you're gonna find ain't no trouble at all. What trouble are giants? What's wrong with being small? Bigger they come, you know, the harder they fall when you're fighting for Zion. On the Lord's side, think you're gonna find ain't no trouble at all. And I think you are gonna find that. When you're fighting for the Lord, that you're not going to have any trouble with those giants. That he uh, He can help us. And we've got to believe that. We've got to have faith in that. Uh, so many times in my life, so many times, I've had, I've had a lot of different kinds of accidents in my life. I've broken my left leg three times. I've smashed my foot. Um, it's wired together. I broke a vertebrae in my back. I lost an eye in a work accident. I've had a lot of accidents in my life. And so many times after those accidents, I think, I don't know why I think this, but I can't do anything, can't move, can't walk, can't see. And so I think my life's over. Because you sometimes think that way when you're in the middle of something. But I find out my life's not over. And your life's not over either. You've got to have faith. God's got a plan. God's going to work in your life. Maybe you messed up really big. Maybe you maybe you've really messed up. But you know what? You gotta have faith that God's got plan B going for you. I've got a friend that is in the state penitentiary. Several years ago he killed his girlfriend in a terrible murder. Uh he lost everything, you know, of course, in jail for most of the rest of his life. But slowly he began to build a faith. He found faith in jail. And now he's got a ministry at the state penitentiary and, um, and bringing people um, to, to God there. So, so this is a, um, you know, I'm just telling you, don't give up. Crazy, blind faith. Just keep believing. Just get out of bed and keep believing. Don't, don't, don't quit. Don't die. Don't stop. Because God, God's got a plan for you. And he'll make a way for you when there is no other way. Lord Jesus, tonight as we close this broadcast, I pray that you'll help us. God, I pray that I encourage somebody's faith tonight, that they can go on, that they're going to succeed, that you're, God, that you see where they're at, and you're going to help them. And I just pray for them tonight in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening, everybody. Lord willing, next week at... Uh, 806 Mountain Time, we'll be back.
Have you always wanted to have a program on the radio? If you can talk on the phone, you can have your very own program on Holy Ghost Radio 2. You can produce your program or we can help you produce it. For more information, tap on the ad panel on our app or contact us through our website, www.holyghostradio.com. The preceding program was brought to you by an independent producer. The opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, or ownership of Holy Ghost Radio.